Hello, welcome to the final chapter of the Myths of the Norse. As explained last time, this chapter will be a little shorter than previous ones. That's because the story of Ragnarok is important, and I didn't want just to stick it on the end of a previous chapter. I wanted it very much to stand up by itself. So, here we are. The Myths of the Norse, Chapter 18, Ragnarok. Loki was bound. The trickster was no longer able to cause the Aesir trouble. It should have been a good time, but it wasn't. The omens were strong and nothing felt right. Odin knew the end was coming, and he wanted to know what his fate would be and what would happen to the gods and to the nine worlds. The Allfather could see much of the future, and he'd gathered even more knowledge during his voyages in search of wisdom. But he didn't have the truth about Ragnarok. Only the seers did. And this is what they said. First there'll be an extreme winter. Snow will fall harder and faster than ever before, and the worlds will be covered. The sun will be of no use, unable to thaw the snows or give any warmth. Another of these winters will follow, and then another. A fourth great winter will freeze the worlds. Great battles will take place where brothers kill brothers for no other reason than greed. No fathers or sons will be spared. As the battles rage on, a wolf will swallow the sun and another will consume the moon. The stars will disappear from the sky. Mankind will see the world has suffered a terrible disaster. And mankind will be right. Soon the whole world will shake. Trees will be shaken from the ground, their roots will be unable to save them. Mountains will fall, and all fetters, chains and bonds will break. No prisoner will remain shackled, all will be free. Fenrir, the wolf son of Loki, will finally escape his chains, and his father will do the same. The Mythgard serpent, Jormungand, will rise up from the sea and advance upon the land. On the seas, the ship Nagflar will be cast adrift. The ship is made from the nails of the dead. Every man who dies with long nails contributes to its construction. Men and gods would prefer that it did not exist. A giant called Hrim will steer Nagflar. Once Nagflar is free, Fenrir will advance with his mouth gaping. His upper jaw will reach the heavens while his lower one scrapes the earth. Jormungand will advance by his brother's side, spewing out so much venom that it covers the sea. The noise of their advance will be terrible, and amid the din the sons of Muspel will ride in. They will be led by Surt, the fire giant. Fire accompanies him, in front and behind, and his sword will shine brighter than the swallowed sun. The sons of Muspel will ride across Bifost Bridge, and it will crack and break. The sons will reach the battle plain called Vigrid, and there will be met by the wolf and the serpent. Heimdall will see these events unfurl, and he will blow the Gjallarhorn with all his strength. He will wake the gods, and together they will assemble and decide how to act. Odin will travel to Mimi as well, and get his final piece of advice. The great ash Yggdrasil will shake, and the nine worlds will tremble in fear. The Aesir and the Einherjar, the warriors of Valhalla, will dress for battle. Together they will advance on Vigrid, Odin at their head brandishing Gungnir and seized with determination. When he arrives at the battlefield, Odin will make straight for Fenrir. It is up to him to take on the most fearsome of the many enemies ranged against him and his people. Thor will advance at his side, but Thor will not be able to help his father because Jormungand is ready for him. 
Only Vidar is able to reach his father to give aid, but he is too late. Odin and Fenrir will fight, and are evenly matched. The battle will be gruesome and bloody, but Fenrir will be too much for the Allfather. He will open his hideous mouth wide and swallow Odin in one gulp. As he sees his father die, Vidar will take advantage of the wolf's momentary distraction and thrust one of his feet into the jaw of the beast. On his foot will be a magical boot, made from the pieces cut away from other boots that people make. He will take hold of the wolf's upper jaw with one hand and rip apart its mouth. The mighty wolf will be no more. Frey will fight Surt, but he will be without his sword which he gave to Skirnir. He will fight bravely, but he will not be a match for the fire giant and will die by his sword. The hound Garm will attack Tyr. Garm is one of the worst of the monsters. It will seem an impossible task for the one-armed Aesir to take him on, but they will fight until both of them die. As this happens, Heimdall will meet his old enemy Loki. They too will fight until both of them are dead. Thor's battle with Jormungand will be a thing to behold. They have met before and will be equally well matched this time. Thor and Mjolnir though will gain the upper hand and eventually will manage to slay the serpent. Thor will step back nine feet but he will not have long to savour his victory. The venom spat from the sea monster's mouth as he fought will have covered Thor. A few moments after his victory, Thor will collapse, dead from the poison. Surt will fling fire out in all directions. The worlds will burn. The Einherjar will die. The giants will die. The dwarfs, elves and men will die. The birds and animals will die. And the Aesir will die. The earth will sink into the sea, and there will be darkness. And so, the prophecy said, the world will end. Odin wondered if anything would survive. Would there be a future after Ragnarok? But the prophecy wasn't finished. The earth will rise, and there will be many good and many evil places to live. Gimli, in heaven, will be the best place. In Brimir Hall, on Okolnir, there will be warm ground and plenty of good food and drink. On the dark mountain Nidafiol, another hall called Sindri will be made of red gold. On Nastrandir, though, there will be a foul place, a hall in which the doors face north. It will be made from the spines of snakes, with walls woven from branches. The heads of the snakes will face into the hall and they will spit venom. The oathbreakers and murderers will walk through the hall, wading through rivers of poison. The worst place, though, will be Hvergelmir. There, one of the few survivors of Ragnarok will live. Nithog, the serpent who gnaws at the roots of Yggdrasil, will lie there and suck the blood from the dead. But Nithog will not be the only survivor. Vidar and Vali will live on. When the earth rises green and beautiful once more, they will be there to greet it. They will inhabit a place called Idavol, which will be where Asgard once was. Thor's sons, Modi and Magni, will also live and be there with the sons of Odin. Modi and Magni will possess Mjolnir and wield it with the same skill as their father. Baldur and Honir will finally be released from the clutches of Hel and they will join the other four. These gods will sit together, recollecting and speaking about what happened. They will remember Odin and Thor, Heimdall and Tyr, Frey and the other fallen. They will remember Loki and Fenrir, Surt and Jormungand. They will find in the grass of Idavol the gold playing pieces that the Aesir once used. They will be sad, 
but they will also be happy, happy that the world can live again. There will be two other survivors. Two people, Leif and Leifthrasir, will have managed to hide themselves in Hothmimir's wood and escaped Surt's fire. All they will have for food is the morning dew, but they will flourish and from them will come many descendants. The sun, the swallowed sun, will have a daughter just as beautiful as she was, born just before the wolf gulped her down. The new sun will follow the path of her mother and give light to the new earth, the new worlds. Maybe this new earth, these new worlds, will be better and calmer. Maybe life will be easier and mankind will grow and flourish. Further into the future, no one can see. But this is enough. Ragnarok will be the end, but it will also be the beginning. And so we've come to the end of the Myths of the Norse. But this isn't the end of the podcast. There will be an announcement sometime over the Christmas period telling you what's going to happen next. If you enjoy the podcast, then please go to www.mythandhistory2.podbean.com. If you want to leave any feedback or just ask me a question, then contact me by email mythandhistory at gmail.com or friend me on Facebook, Paul Vincent Myth and History. Also, do remember that I have a Kindle ebook, Legends of King Arthur and His Knights, by Paul Vincent, available on the Amazon store. So, have a great week or so, and I'll speak to you sometime over Christmas.